0: Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union, and Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve and they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA.
1: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. Today, our guests include Sergeant Neil Dickinson, the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Jamie Hookride. Jamie is the maintenance engineer, MnDOT District 3. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community
2: Focus. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Neil, maybe we'll start with you as uh, we get uh, closer to Thanksgiving, a week from today.
3: Uh we have another big holiday with a lot of folks traveling. We do it's one of the busiest times uh on the on the roadways uh you know the major holidays and and uh we don't anticipate that changing this year coming up Thanksgiving. So we're going to we're going to start seeing uh you know the the traveling uh public the roads are going to be a lot busier starting you know probably early of the week you know um, people traveling I know myself we're heading down south so we're taking off uh, soon so I'll be part of that group and uh, w- you know we just want to make sure that everybody's out there obeying all the traffic laws out there right watching your speeds wearing your seat seatbelts um, you know, the no other states' laws, too, if you're traveling a long distance or you're yeah. going to be out of the other states. Mm-hmm. Because our rules and laws here in Minnesota might be a little bit different than mm-hmm. other states. And it's up to us as motorists that we have to comply with all those laws. So I always say if you're complying with all Minnesota traffic laws and equipment laws that we have here, you're going to be just fine. And then, of course, you got to obey the speed limits. The speed limit is the actual speed limit when it comes to The posted signs and uh, watch. You know that where's a good pace or a good safe passing zones, for instance. Don't ever pass on a on a you know a solid double uh, lines, for instance, and and just be a defensive driver out there. Mm -hmm. You know I I really talk and preach that um, because we can't Mm -hmm. control what other drivers do. We can control what we do as drivers, and if we're seeing the big picture, we're going to be able to see somebody that makes a mistake out there. Uh, 94% of crashes here in Minnesota are driver error. Uh, We think that's a little bit higher. So you can see people are making mistakes on a daily basis, right? right? Going through a stop sign or maybe, you know, unsafe pass or speeding, following too close. We can go on and on about, you know, the violations that we're seeing on the road. So if we can pay attention, see the big picture, we're going to be able to avoid those type of dangerous situations when someone else makes a mistake. So Mm -hmm. bail the laws, right? Yeah. Don't ever drive intoxicated, right, because we do have extra enforcement on our roads starting, uh, I believe it's going to be Wednesday. Um, That's a big one. (laughs) That's where people are coming back to visit family, right? And and traditionally we know that, that people are going to get together and meet uh, maybe some old friends or family at your local establishments that serve alcoholic beverages. So just be careful. Make sure you have a... Safe ride home. And, you know, today with Lyft and Uber and yeah. taxi cabs and 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 other options out there, there's really no excuse. There's no reason to drive impaired. Plan,
0: you know, ahead. plan yeah, ahead. Plan ahead. Absolutely. Have we can, a
3: plan. Think about it. We don't want anybody to miss Thanksgiving dinner. And if you're sitting in jail on, on, for instance, Wednesday or that Thursday, you're going to miss all the activities. All the, the fun family activities Probably that come on with be there until Monday. All <laughs> the football games. And, you know, think about it. It's going to mm-hmm. be expensive. It's embarrassing, right? Yeah. Your insurance rates are going to go up. You're going to lose your driver's license. You're going to spend the night in jail. And that's if law enforcement stops you before something serious happens. Yeah. The worst thing that obviously can happen is you hurt yourself, hurt someone else, or kill yourself or someone else. So mm-hmm. plan ahead. Again, there's no excuse for anybody getting behind the wheel while you're impaired. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Neil, one of the other things, too, of course, is distracted driving, which has been bad. And we have the new law, but my understanding is, based on a news story I just saw, we're not doing too well at this uh, hands-free driving.
3: You know, we are trying in law enforcement. Um, it's, a, it's a major focus for us in law enforcement, especially with the state patrols, a traffic oriented agency, we're seeing far too many citations being issued. Uh, just the first month alone, there was over there was 2,700 citations issued um, in September, and then August there was 2,300. So I think oh. a lot of it is is habit. You know, yes. where the old law under the old ha- um, texting and driving law, you could hold a cell phone in your hand, for instance. Now you can't. So if we see that law enforcement, a driver with the cell phone in their hand, it's it's easier for us to make the traffic stop and enforce the new hands-free law. What we're seeing here, not only the, you know, um, in the Brainerd area, but statewide, is the law says you can do a voice-activated um, um, or a one-touch activation. That's legal under the new current laws. What we're seeing now is if somebody receives a text message or an email comes in, mm-hmm. yeah, their phone might be in a holder, which is legal, and all of a sudden they're doing a, a voice activation or a one-touch, and now they're reading their text mm. messages, or oh. emails. Boy. And okay. that is a violation of the hands-free law. So that's what we're seeing out on the road. So we need people that's to get out of that. It's hard to enforce. It is. It, but, you know, I mean, we're going to look at it. We're going to look at the phones, yep. obviously. But we need people to get out of that, the old habit where that phone rings. And, and I can see, I, I, I catch myself doing that. I have my phone up on the air vent where mm-hmm. legally it's supposed to. And a phone call comes in, first thing I'm, I, I got a habit, I want to grab the phone. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yeah. oh, that, that's illegal here in the state of Minnesota, even when I'm driving in my personal vehicle. Set up your vehicle for Bluetooth, for instance, if uh, most cars today have that ability to set it up. Mm-hmm. You can do a voice command, one touch, now you can legally talk or have a conversation there. But again, don't be reading text yeah. messages, emails. Watching TV, watching Netflix, you'd be surprised what we've seen out here on the roads. Um, It wasn't too long ago out in the Detroit Lakes District, somebody was finishing up their uh, Netflix, a series on Netflix while they were driving, and they went in the ditch. Oh my goodness. And the, and the trooper saw that. And, and of course, that's a major violation <laughs> of, of the hands free law and, mm. and, and texting and driving and, and all that good stuff. So
0: I was just listening to it. No, you weren't.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and that's one thing we're looking yeah. for. And it's not yeah. always marked squad cars, right? I mean, every agency here in mm-hmm. Minnesota has uh, some unmarked cars out there, unmarked pickup They're trucks. You <laughs> don't know who's <laughs> next to you, who's, mm-hmm. who's behind you, right? right? The best thing to do comply with the law. You have nothing to worry about, exactly. right? All right. So
1: we've kind of touched on so many things here that we shouldn't do behind the wheel. And uh, and then we talk about staying in the speed limit and paying attention. And then it all gets exacerbated when there's <laughs> snow on the roadways. It, it just makes everything harder, doesn't it?
3: It does. And we see a, a, a huge increase on the first day. We get some sort of slippery roads with snow little bit of frost, it doesn't matter. I think people forget their winter driving skills, right? Yeah. Um, which, well, in fact,
1: we've already had a couple of these events and uh, Twin Cities here in the Lakes
3: area. Again, there were a lot of people in the ditch. Absolutely. Um, you know, just a reminder to everybody, please slow down. That's the number one thing you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Slow down, increase your following distance, um, s- stopping distance, pay attention, And I really want to touch on the move over law again, right? We've had 30 squad cars already, state patrol units that have been hit this year. We still have November, obviously. That's inexcusable. Yeah, we have November this month and we still have December when we know we're going to get some slippery roads coming up. We've already had a few days. Um, and We average anywhere from the low 20s to mid 20s. So we're already at 30. So Mm -hmm. you can see that we're far above the paces of the last few years and and hopefully no one else gets hit again but yeah. you know i've been on these crashes uh, uh, and it's a scary place to be yeah. when the roads are slippery and you can tell when a car doesn't see you or they're reacting too late mm-hmm. they hit their brakes they see you a little too late and that's when they're going to lose control of the car mm-hmm. and that's when things bad things are going to happen your squad's going to get hit we got people that are standing outside of our vehicles we have to be outside Not of our vehicles yeah. right so any flashing lights you see that's ambulance that's tow trucks Maintenance workers, MnDOT folks, the plow trucks, the county uh, plow trucks, the city plow trucks, in my career, they do a great job on assisting us at a crash scene. They got the big trucks. Until we can get other units back in place to, to warn people, we, we really rely on on the MnDOT folks. The, the Like I said, the county, the city plows, they do a great job on protecting the scene mm-hmm. until we can get more resources out there. Yeah. So just pay attention. Slow down if you see them. You know there's something ahead, right? Mm -hmm. There's probably going to be a crash. Maybe the lane's blocked. Maybe it's just a car in the ditch. But slow down. Give us some room so nobody gets hurt again out there.
0: The other thing, too, I know we mentioned in years past, talking about your tires on your vehicle going into winter and making sure the tread is where it needs to be.
3: Yes, absolutely. This is a bad time right now to go look for winter tires, I found out myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a uh, 16-year-old son that just got his license recently, and that's one thing. I want to make sure he has is a good set of tires on the vehicle. The vehicle might be full of rust, and, but I want to make sure it's, all, it's properly maintained. And I've okay. seen where, where inadequate tires have caused crashes, mm-hmm. fatalities, serious injuries. And, it, and really, it's, it's, it's one of those things where maybe if they had better tires, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah. I know winter tires can be a little more expensive than your all-season tires, but um, I was just talking to a tire shop recently because we get them switched out on our squad cars every year, mm-hmm. and, and it makes a huge difference. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the winter tires are more pliable. That means when it gets colder, they they have a little more grip, mm-hmm. and the tread is designed for ice and, and snow. They're definitely going to help you out. Um, so, if if you if you can afford it, by all means go. Purchase yourself a set of winter tires. The best thing can do is talk to your local mechanic, your tire shop. Mm-hmm. Ask them, what, what is a really good tire for my vehicle? Right. And, and you're going to get a wide range of, of prices. Mm-hmm. It all depends on what can you afford. Obviously, the, the more you pay, probably, you're going to get a better tire. So yeah. if, you, if you can swing that and get yourself a nice, good winter tire, it's definitely going to help you out.
1: Okay. We need to talk to Jamie a little bit here about snow plows that mm-hmm. are back on the roads
2: again this time of the year yeah we're ready for mother nature and whatever she has to throw at us and you've already like, been out haven't you <laughs> yeah yeah we've had some uh some minor events around the Brainerd Lakes area and St. Cloud area but mm-hmm. um you know kind of some slick spots and some things that pop up that are kind of you know under the radar or kind of at that freezing temperature that kind of you know catches some people off guard mm-hmm. a little
1: bit yeah uh, every year we talk about this, but it's probably the stupidest thing you can see people do on the roadways. It's try and pass you guys as you're plowing during a big snowstorm, and yet people continue to try and do this.
2: Yeah, we just ask for patience. Um, I think that what people don't recognize for the most part is that we're going slow. We're going 25, 30 miles an hour, and people come up behind us, and they think they got time to maybe change lanes or make a movement. Or mm-hmm. you know slow down, mm-hmm. but um, y- there's you know it's compromised because there's snow clouds there's yes. you know that's being kicked up, um, and we're we got to go 25 to 30, and kind of max there so we keep our plow from bouncing, mm-hmm. and that we can keep the salt on the road, and, you know we that's that's the mission here. So right. um, just we just ask for time during those events to, you know just um, stay back and. You know, plan ahead. If you're not in a hurry, you're you're less likely to put yourself in a in a bad situation. And you know, being going fast, you're late. Mm-hmm. Or, um, so just just plan ahead. Yeah, know. and you know, the recommendation
3: is to stay at least five car lengths behind a snowplow.
2: Yeah,
3: my and what I tell people is don't pass it. Right? I mean, a lot yeah. of times, and this happened to me too, um, working and then working or not working. You go to pass a plow, and it depends what kind of snow that's that that's on the road. Mm-hmm. You're going to get in that whiteout situation when you get in that oh. other lane to try to pass, and that's not a good feeling. Yeah. The best thing to do is stay back. Let them do their job. They're, they're making the road safe for us. They're dropping product. They're, they're clearing snow for us. Stay back. And realistically, I mean, you're not going to get that much further ahead by passing it. How many times have you came up to a stoplight, for instance, and all of a sudden— a car you passed, or somebody that's passed you, and all of a sudden you're right there with them again. Right. Right. You're really not saving that much time. So be safe, give them some room, let them do their job. Jamie,
1: last time we had you here, we were amazed because uh, there's a lot of technology in the snow plows now, isn't there?
2: Yeah. We got a lot of tools that uh, we use to help, you know, combat the events that we encounter. So there's a the plow out front, and we got the wings again to push the snow off to the side and into the ditches. We got the uh, underbody, it's a blade between the wheels that we can you know when we encounter compaction we can't keep up Um, we can put some down pressure on to cut the ice Mm -hmm. we got the spinners and sanders and we got a salt brine tanks on there on the truck in the back so that we can um, activate the salt and and make it uh, wet as it comes out the back so it doesn't bounce yeah interesting Um, yeah so just we got meteorologists um We're in touch with the National Weather Service as big events come in. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, video conferences so we can look at the timing of it and, um, you know, communicate directly with them. And so we'll be ready. You don't think
0: about all that other stuff that goes on behind the scenes. It's not just, oh, it snowed, fire up the trucks, let's go. It's it's a whole thing. You guys are all working together to keep us safe.
2: Every fall we, you know, We spend a couple days going through reminders, um, you know, just tweaking things, making sure Mm -hmm. all the lights are working and everything's spinning and we're calibrating our quantity of salt so we're getting the right amount down at the right time and the right place. Yeah,
1: that's what always amazes me is it's based on temperature, conditions, and so on, and you can dial up just the right amount to make it mm, as efficient as possible,
2: correct? Yeah, yeah, that's our goal. We want to be efficient and, and get the right product down. Um, we do have um, stationary weather systems out into the ro- out along the roadsides, so it's collecting the wind and the air temperature, and then we got um, kind of like little hockey pucks into the pavements, and that's telling us the pavement temperatures. Oh, wow. That's, that's giving us data. And then uh, the trucks, um we're communicating the weather information into the trucks there's kind of weather um, systems in the trucks and then that information is actually getting back to the meteorologists and stuff mm-hmm. so if there's little areas that um, the meteorologist might not be recognizing something that's under the radar mist and and um, sleet and things that is being communicated back and, and incorporated into the uh, the notifications and stuff so
1: that's fascinating well yeah
0: yeah, and then you got to think that the driver is one person in charge of all of that's you know every blade and not hitting the mailboxes and watching out for other debris it's it's crazy to think yeah there's there's there's
2: a lot going on in those cabs and and we got a lot of blind spots so that's where we just encourage the public to we're going to be swinging in and out of turn lanes Um, another area that we encounter it seems like the public maybe not recognize is when we're doing crossovers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's quite a few crossovers, like on, for example, 371, 371. North, mm-hmm. and they're they're the roadway um, northbound and southbound are fairly tight together. So those crossovers are small. Mm-hmm. But if we're in there plowing them, we're gonna have to back up. And sometimes the public, you know, wants to use that turn lane, and then sneaks up right behind us into our backs blind spots. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we've been- just want the public to to understand, you know, that we're out there and trying to trying to maneuver around those big trucks and turn and and stuff. So
1: yeah, we've well, said it for years. You're not going to win that crash either. Um, <laughs> so really, stay back. What does average plow truck when it's loaded with sand weigh? Any yeah, any uh, in the
2: sixty to eighty thousand pounds. So Dang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so. yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, you're no match for that. So give them some room, right? And (laughs) pay attention, absolutely. Yeah,
2: just, um, you know, we'll be out there. I guarantee you we'll be out there. And, uh, you know, trying to get the boat roads back to recover as quick as we can. uh,
1: Do you work with the state patrol when you're out there? If you see cars in the ditch, uh, you're going to radio in, uh, let people know what's going on. uh, As this happens, if you see someone driving like a maniac in a snowstorm, Uh do you call those in too?
2: Yeah, so we we are um, share a same radio station yeah. um, with State Patrol, so we can call in um, people off the road, and then those get identified on five one one. If we see it turned over, we might stop um, someone that maybe is flipped to make sure that uh, you know it's been called in and someone is is okay. Yeah. Um, you know the people buzzing by us. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> <That's> hard to <laughs> want
0: to stop for them isn't it yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
2: you, you know, we usually see them up in advance in the ditch so um but you know if we really see something erratic we would call it in and notify um, state patrol i've mm-hmm. done that myself too yeah. um to just to make sure that if something something doesn't look right um you know there's medical conditions out there that sure occur absolutely, absolutely. Stuff, so yeah. we, we try we do communicate close and have oh, direct access absolutely. to the dispatchers? They do. And, you know, let's say if we have a, a snow
3: event and all law enforcement's tied up, MnDOT does a great job on sitting there, waiting, calling in, making sure everybody's not, you know, they're mm-hmm. checking on injuries. They're making sure tow trucks um, di- being dispatch as well. So we work together very well when awesome. it comes to that. And, and to check local conditions, you can call 511. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you updated road conditions, or if you have uh, the internet access, you can go 501 uh, mnorg Do that before you get behind the wheel, though. Mn.org. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you don't want to be distracted. So now yeah, you can right. you can tell the road's slippery. So I need to leave a little bit earlier right. to, get to, my, to get to my destination. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in a hurry. That's where we're seeing people get in trouble out there when they're 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 behind or they're running late somewhere. They're going to push it, and then yeah. once you lose control on a slippery roadway, it usually doesn't end well for you.
0: No, no it's no. not fun. No, it doesn't. Right.
1: All right. Well, we got to wrap up, but uh, Jamie, we appreciate you coming by to talk about the snow plows and good luck to you and your crew out there this year. Stay safe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks for what you do. And Neil, yeah. likewise, uh, you stay mm-hmm. safe. Have a thank great you. trip, and we'll talk to you again next month. Yes, thank you. All right. Have a and good Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. You too. Well, let's everybody have a safe Thanksgiving when it comes to travel, because again, it's one of the bigger travel holidays throughout the course of the year. All right, our guests today include Sergeant Neil Dickinson, public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Jamie Hookreed, who is the MinDOT District 3 maintenance engineer. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus, which is available online on our website anytime, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.
0: You can also listen to us anytime through our free downloadable app that's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.